0: God, happy! This is going up
1: tomorrow, which is Halloween.
0: Hell yes, I am so excited. I don't have a spooky name prepared. My regular name is Sophia, and I use she/her pronouns. A spooky fun fact about me, though, is that I have feet. I don't know. I was gonna say something (laughs) like I have six toes or something.
1: I have feet. (laughs) I'm I, Kat. I use they, them pronouns. Um, we've been off for two weeks because of unforeseen circumstances. Mo- mostly I was super duper duper sick. Um,
0: oh, I forgot you were sick. We both
1: had
0: very not good things happen to us. You yeah, got sick and family, I don't want to get into it. This is about good news. and
1: This is good news. The good news yeah. is I am no longer sick. And we're recording this episode, and when this episode goes up, it's gonna be Halloween! Um, also, full moon, bitches. Hell, yes! I love Halloween. I'm so excited. I'm also super-duper excited, because, um, I'm not excited that my dad had to go to California, but my dad had to go to California, which means he's gonna be spending two weeks in quarantine in California, and then doing stuff, and then... So he's gonna be gone for a really long time, which is not what I'm excited about. What I'm excited about... (laughs) Is my cousins are staying or my cousin and her husband are staying with my mom, which makes them part of my household because my mom is part of my household. So I get to see them. That is exciting. So I'm spending Halloween hanging out with my cousins. That's going to um, be so much fun.
0: Well, in person. We say, have we said that this is? Have you heard the good news? And you are about oh, yeah. to hear the good news. <laughs> Welcome back. This
1: is a, have you heard the good
0: news? Um, Welcome back to Have You Heard the Good News. We are not a Jesus podcast.
1: Not a Jesus podcast.
0: Especially when we're talking about the first article, which I have for you okay. this week. Is um, It comes to us from the Smithsonian Magazine. Woo! Very fancy. It's by um, Alex Fox. The headline reads, thusly. Hypersensitive profanity filter censors bone at paleontology conference. Yes. I heard about this. Oh, my God. Moved moved online due to the pandemic. An automated content filter banned items such as sexual, pubic, and stream. I understand the first two. Stream? I guess. PP? Like a, I was going to say like a piss? like A that can... stream perhaps, but
1: like is when, what when people but like even even outside of paleontology i feel like in these days the term stream or streaming is very important and relevant to how we get our information but also bone
0: yes, and also my first my first thought when somebody says stream is not a stream of hot urine. It is, wow, there's like a stream that's by my house.
1: <laughs> See, my, my first thought is uh, somebody is streaming on Twitch. Oh, that <laughs> Oops. Like, um, wow. Not to get too political. But you when can H-Bomber tell which one of us. And AOC streamed on Twitch. Oh, God. That's with so um, good. Uh, Representative... Ihan, I think, was there. I'm like trying to remember who all was there. There were yeah. a few politicians, an H bomber guy, um, and H bomber guy was the only person with the guts to kill AOC in Among Us. Yeah. Um, and somebody was talking about it, and they were like, "Uh, British leftist assassinates U.S. senator," and it's a clip from <laughs> an- Among Us. See, here's my thing. You can really tell which
0: one of us studied new media in college and which one of us studies environmental science. (laughs) You're right. Based on our reactions to what we first associate with the word stream, which I think is hysterical. That's really, really funny and accurate. It's really true. It's really true. (laughs) So participants at the 80th annual society for vertebrate paleontology rv no that wasn't svp my brain put in rsvp Uh. and so i added an r in where there wasn't supposed to be one because you know dyslexia anyway so at the svp conference um this came out on october 19th so not last week but Last week, new things were going to be different than usual, obviously because of the pandemic. It had forced them to really change their entire program to being online, obviously, because smart people. So obviously they had to change up their whole deal for their their conference because of the pandemic. Um, But what the virtual attendees did not expect was that the profanity filter aimed at keeping attendees' verbiage in good faith, had kind of gone a little nuts.
1: Phenomenal.
0: Fantastic. Um, Maria Kramer of the New York Times uh, relays the experience of Thomas R. Holtz Jr., a Tyrannosaurus Rex expert in the at the University of Maryland, which, by the way, five-year-old me, dream job. I yeah. would have... You want to know something? I know this. there was, like, a TikTok about this, but I really like how they don't know what dinosaurs looked like. Yes. like they Like, if you look at the literature, which I'm a nerd, so I kind of poked around on it, they really don't. Yeah. They're like, we guess they might look like some reptiles we have now, but the thing is, reptiles we have now come in all sorts of different fun colors. And so I just love that, like they could have been anything. The Tyrannosaurus Rex could have been hot fucking pink for all we know. Probably not because of like, you know, camouflage and stuff like that. But it's a big fucking dinosaur. I feel like camouflage is not how it caught stuff.
1: Um, I've mentioned before that I'm working in seasonal employment um, for Halloween. And it means that I've seen a lot of kids with dinosaur costumes. And it's wonderful. Like, I love it when people buy the Tyrannosaurus re- the inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rex costume cuz it's always a blast, but my favorite is when you see a little kid who's like really excited about buying a dinosaur costume or as I've seen twice wearing a dinosaur costume that they already owned to go Halloween costume shopping. Exquisite, love... perfect, adorable, so cute.
0: I love that children can get away with things in the things that adults can't
1: true however i can get away with wearing a halloween costume and i'm an adult because i work at a halloween costume store i was gonna say
0: so okay back to this and then i have a quick anecdote that does relate to it quite a quite a bit um so thomas r holtz jr which is a very the, a name that if you ask me what is the profession of this person? I would say they are in some form of science having to do with rocks. And I'm currently in Mm -hmm. a geology class, which that's going to be my tangent, but it's Mm -hmm. not ready yet. It's still brewing, you know? Okay. um, He typed the Hell Creek Formation in response to a colleague's question following a presentation, but when Holt's message appeared in the chat, it instead read as star star star, 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 Creek Formation. Holtz took to Twitter, where other colleagues shared similar experiences and collaborated to form a list of words that had been banned by the algorithm, some of which happened to be right in the wheelhouse of the paleontology lexicon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quote, Most funny to us was the censorship of Bone, Which, after all, are the main things we work with? Holtz tells the (laughs) Times.
1: That's so fucking funny. Words like.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Words like bone, pubic, and stream are frankly ridiculous to ban in a field where we regularly find pubic bones in streams. Bridget Christensen. A master's student in biology at Carleton University tells Becky Fiera of Vice. Okay. Oh, other words on the list include beaver, ball, stroke, pubis, wang, jerk, knob, stroke, stream, erection, dike, crack, enlargement.
1: How did they find these words?
0: Uh, hmm? Okay, so here's my brief anecdote. I am currently in a class called Rocks and Minerals where, if you can believe it, we talk about rocks and minerals. Mm -hmm. There is a term that is used in geology to describe when a rock or mineral breaks along a certain plane and it always breaks along that plane. That term Mm -hmm. is cleavage. Ah. (laughs) And The thing is, there are three ways to describe cleavage in geology. Mm -hmm. Bad, good, Mm -hmm. and perfect. Mm -hmm. So here I am sitting in lecture on the first day and my professor, who is a very wonderful, sweet, maybe late fifties, early sixties, white Massachusetts liberal professor, Mm -hmm. comes on I feel can I say women's college professor I think that's fair there's a lot of women's colleges in Massachusetts you're not going to be able to figure out which one I go to and I'll be graduating in the next six months so who cares (laughs) women's college professor hearing him sit there and say so this rock has perfect cleavage (laughs) and not cracking up and then later i'm on a i'm i'm going to like office hours and i'm asking him about it and i'm like so this rock and i have to say like i think this rock has good cleavage to a yeah and i have to say it with a straight face
1: yep um so when i was in college i worked in the films uh in the films like um what's the word the, the the film Media? department equipment room, ah yeah, um, and a lot of times I would have to uh, organize or fix or clean various film equipment things, including cameras and lights, but also like the stuff like s- stuff that you would use to put example clamps. We had a lot of different kinds of clamps, and um. I think I know where the story might be going. Uh, One day I was talking about how I was reorganizing the clamp rack. And one of my Mm. friends was like, the who now? You have a what? And I was like, you know, a rack covered in clamps. (laughs) Which did not clarify what I was talking about. Nope. Nope. Um, I al- we also had um, things called uh, spreaders, which are to make a tripod, keep a tripod at the right height or the right sturdiness. Um, and one time I complained to a friend that I was all greasy from fixing the spreaders. Oh, oh boy.
0: So I'm on the list... I have the full list of all of the words banned. And, like, some of them, like, a lot of them make sense. Because they're, like, mm-hmm. fuck and piss and shit and all that stuff. But also, Things like... Things that might
1: be profane or sexual.
0: Exactly. I can't imagine any, <laughs> any normal interaction with a paleontologist would be like, yes, and this dinosaur fucked this other dinosaur. Come on, this isn't Jurassic Park. (laughs) But I feel like they wouldn't say fucked. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Some of these don't make sense. Iffy, I-F-F-Y? Lies? Why are those profane? God. I just, I'm a big fan of how Dyke is on there because... A dike is, like, an actual geologic feature that, like, the Earth has.
1: Yeah. A place where one might find bones.
0: Exactly. Yes. Um, But, you know, it's also uh, still considered a slur? Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Though it is reclaimed to a certain extent, depending on who you ask.
0: If you're not a lesbian, don't say it, unless you're referring to... Unless you're talking
1: about the geological feature.
0: Bingo. Um, Anyway, so um, Convey Services, the company handling the conference's online logistics, was responsible for the prepackaged Naughty Word Filter, which
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I have to give props to this um, writer, the writer of this article, Alex Fox, for using Naughty Word Filter as the phrase that they are going to choose because I think that makes it so much better. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, quote, all software plugins are going to have filters to make sure you don't get out of control. Carol Bradfield, chief executive of Convey, 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 Convey Services tells the Times. In that particular case, the filter was too tight. I don't know why the word bone was in there. Bradfield tells the Times. So the thing is, you know, all I think of is that scene from Brooklyn 9 9? Yup. Bone! Bone? Diaz, I am your superior officer!
1: Bone! Uh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn
0: 9 9. Mm. We don't have to talk about how I, my current feelings towards that show. Yeah. Yeah. I my hope, this doesn't need to go on the podcast, my hope is that they just turn it into a postal service. Mm-hmm. With no explanation and no talking about it. Or firefighters. Either one. But there has not been a sitcom about the post office. And I feel There like has it not. Be, I feel like it could be really good. Yeah. Anyway. Um i just i want to know what this woman carol bradfield was wondering when she said she doesn't know why the word bone was in there because yes bone refers to the the things that's in your body your bones you know your the things that keep you standing somebody's knocking oh be careful don't die oh my god I
1: don't thank know what's you. going on. Yeah, this is my uh, my sister's girlfriend still here. Gotcha. Okay, well, was in my notebook.
0: Okay, thank you. One of my neighbors got my nail. mail. Mail. Ye- ah. One of isn't one that of my fun? neighbors.
1: My mail was in their mailbox weird weird interaction I don't know why it gave me the Wiggins but like that was just weird
0: um anybody knocking on anybody's door is weird I'm just like
1: I not like it's especially weird cause like you need to live in the building to get into the building mm. so having somebody knock on my door is like who lives here who would come see me god anyway
0: Anyway, so bone, bone, can also can mean bone, like the things that are in your body, but you know that also means blinking. Yeah, did I mean, she it's just, just did like
1: she, our associations with the word stream? When you work in a certain field, you kind of forget that words
0: mean might other things. Considered
1: profane in other <laughs> instances. Oh my
0: god. Um, quote, after getting a good belly laugh out of the way, uh, out of the way on the first day and some creative wording, my personal favorite was heck Creek for hell Creek. Some of us reached out to the business office and they've been unbanning words as we stumble across them, says, uh, SVP member, uh, an SVP member explained on, a Reddit thread quoted by Poppy Noor of The Guardian. Uh, But some of the banned terms displayed an often Western bias. In a tweet, Jack Tseng, a paleontologist at the University of California, Berkeley, notes that Wang is banned, but Johnson, both used as slang for, you know, your penis, um, was not. I guess this... I guess that's just racist. This, yep, this Western centric filter erasing the surname of of ninety million plus Chinese, but not the less than two million people of Europe, uh, of European descent, is unexpectedly on brand for twenty twenty. <laughs> um, at SVP underscore Vert Paleo, my PhD advisor is is X. Star, 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 by the way. And that was a tweet. Um, Tsang tells Vice that recognizing these biases at a design level and amending the text filter algorithms accordingly would go a long way in creating a more welcoming environment for participants. Nice. I don't know if we want to... There's, like, maybe two or three paragraphs left. Um... It took a considerably. See, this is why I should do a better job of pre-reading, because this is very, very funny. But he is also right. Uh, yeah. And now I don't know how to get out of this hole I've dug myself into.
1: I mean, we can we can talk about the 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 humor the the because like let's be real, bone being banned at a paleontology conference is not a, uh a. Um, Complicated. That is not.
0: It's not complicated.
1: Yeah, it's not complicated. It's just it's funny. Just funny. If you ask like an English most professor, things, once you dig deeper, you can yeah. understand how it can affect people. Yeah. In ways that you haven't considered.
0: Bone being banned at a paleontology concert, concert conference. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it, who is who's
1: playing at the paleontology conference?
0: Oh, oh, hang the on. Stones? Give me a second.
1: Um. I guess that would be a geology concert would be the stones,
0: yeah, hang on. I'm um, trying to think Tyrannosaurus rocks. It's not a real band, but if, if some be. group if some group of paleontologists who happen to listen to this podcast wants that, it's yours. Have it. If you need a band name, it's it's there. It's free real estate. It's for the taking. I just feel like Bone being banned at a paleontology conference, if you asked an English professor what irony was, that is it. It is like textbook levels of irony. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Alanis Morissette who?
1: <laughs> I love English teachers who have a personal vendetta Ugh, against Alanis bones. Morissette because of that song. Mm-hmm. Goodness.
0: Sorry, I was just thinking about, I just said the word bones, and it conjured up deep, deep memories of um, a childhood experience that both of us have of, do you remember the Halloween play that our yes, high, the elementary school- Yes, I think all the time.
1: And I learned we, recently that one of, our te- one of the teachers of that school wrote that. Yeah. So we are the only people who would have experienced it. Like, people who went to our me- elementary school are the only people who know about this wacky musical that we were both subjected to in elementary school.
0: Should we explain it a little
1: bit? Okay, It is a Halloween musical inspired, I guess, by the song of the Ma- Monster Mash about is- all... Really? Of- yes. Because oh, it, it was called... the. The musical was called Monster Mash. I think we could say that because you can't find it on the internet anywhere. Um, no,
0: pr- probably not. And it was they-
1: inspired by this song. Not the same. There's apparently a movie also inspired by the song with an entirely different plot. Um, but this was a musical that a teacher at our school wrote, and the fifth graders at our elementary school would perform it every year. Um,
0: and anybody that the song about, about is-
1: being a skeleton. That said the word bones a lot. It was bones, 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 rattle, rattle. Bones, 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 rattle, rattle. Bones, rattle, rattle.
0: Bones, 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 rattle, rattle. Click, clack, thump, whack. Click,
1: clack, rub, snap, thump, bump, grind, clap, bones. Were you a skeleton? Because I was a witch. I was not. I was a witch. Ah. I just, that song is so deep in my mind. Yeah, no, it's really like... I don't even remember the witch's song very well, except for the fact that we all had to do an annoying laugh during it. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I remember that. Um, But yeah, there was... There were a bunch of
1: characters. (laughs) What a dumb thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's an ensemble cast of Halloween monsters who all want to become scary again because they're not considered scary anymore. Oh, right. I forgot that that was the plot of it. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out how to scare people. And then they learn about haunted houses as a concept, basically, and realize that they can scare people for profit. And that's the end of the musical. (laughs) (sighs) My God.
0: So my vivid memory is there's Dracula. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a character.
1: He's, like, the the, the lead, even oh, though it's he? an ensemble.
0: Yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, But did Dracula's... Dracula never actually had, like, a wife. But in this show, he has, like, a wife who
1: doesn't get a name. She's just Vampyra, isn't she? I... The only thing I remember about... I remember everything about the skeletons. I remember everything... Er, I remember kind of what was going on with the witches, And then I remember about Frankenstein's monster because I was so jealous because I really, really badly wanted to be Frankenstein's monster and instead I was a witch. Yeah. And Frankenstein's monster used to be super duper scary, but then Frankenstein did something to Frankenstein's brain to make it less dangerous. And now Frankenstein is just friendly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was a wild show. I think about that.
1: All the time, especially in October. Sometimes it,
0: sometimes it just pops up in my head. I just, like, I find myself humming the Skeleton song. It was so, Ooh. it was easily the most catchy song of the whole Oh, thing. definitely.
1: The finale was pretty good, which was We'll Do It Now for Doe. Oh my god, yeah! I totally forgot um, about that. But the the Skeleton song was definitely the one that, like, everybody was singing In fifth grade, like, all the time, because it got stuck in... Once it got stuck in one person's head, it got stuck in everybody's head.
0: Yeah. Well, they also had a really cool dance number, too. Oh, yeah. I don't remember if it was actually really cool, or just, like, their costumes were obviously skeleton costumes, and then there were strobe lights. Yeah. So it always looked really cool. It always looked really,
1: really, really cool. Oh, my God. I wonder... What would I even... Freaking fucking look up. Um, you can't look it up. I've spent like hours and hours and hours search- scouring the internet to try and find a copy of the script so I can remember the rest of the word to the uh, witch's song because it's been wow. bothering me.
0: Wow.
1: Um, we could email the teacher. What a tangent. I mean, it's, it's very thematic because it's our Halloween episode that we went on a Tangent about bones and Halloween. Of course, Um, that's why I picked this article. Nice. My article. I'm I'm doing the second article today. Mine is not Halloween related, but is our Florida man Halloween related?
0: I also have a brief interlude video, or not video. This is audio medium. Um, it's sort of it's, but you're not just reading the headline. You're reading that we're reading the whole thing, right?
1: I'm reading my article, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're reading the whole thing. So I, boy, I was scrolling through before this. I have a page bookmarked that just is like weird news. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling tr- through trying to find one that could be funny. And there's some that are just like, wow, that's weird. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, here's one. Uh, skeleton st- strip club display gets under neighbor's scanner Uh uh-huh funny um so there's some that are just like wow weird um crazy um and then i was scrolling and i came across this one and i didn't know that this was a headline i needed to read until after i read it
1: are you ready yes
0: aggressive raccoons keep harassing white house reporters
1: I need, I guess, is this our Florida man so I don't get any context? No, I was thinking
0: I could give you some context because it's too good not to know more. It's too good. It's too good not to know more. There is video of it happening to um, Joe, what's his name? His name on Twitter is at Joe John's CNN. And he's giving enough, he's giving just like a report and these raccoons come up behind him and he just starts like flapping his arms and going, ah, ah, trying to get the raccoons away from him. (laughs) I think he like throws a stool to try to
1: scare them away. We here at Have You Heard the Good News are all about good news and those who bring it to us. So we, we love and respect a lot of reporters here. Um, And the art of journalism. So, I wasn't sure how good journalists being attacked was. However, that's so funny. Okay. And also, like, I'm sure no journalists were harmed. No, and no raccoons either. This article. It's just hilarious.
0: Yes. Anytime raccoons are
1: involved, it's funny. Oh, yeah.
0: This article comes to us from Huffington Post. It's very quick. It's written by Elise Wanschel. And it seems a gang of wily raccoons has taken up residence on the White House lawn, and at least one sneaked up on TV reporters early Wednesday. CNN's Joe Johns was caught on camera shooting a live spot for New Day, which I assume is a show, when a raccoon attempted to creep into the frame, in response, Johns threw an object near the critter and hollered, "Get out!" As he tried to salvage his footage, he then comes back on, and says, "Frickin' raccoons, man!" Johns exclaimed in a clip, um, in the clip as he repeatedly turned away from the camera to check for further advances. "Thank God, that's the second time," Jesus, he said. phenomenal. John's explained later that no animals I were love harmed a beef
1: between no animals, animals and humans.
0: Yeah, it's very good. No animals were harmed when he threw something to scare it off. He also offered a theory on why the white on why the White House raccoons have been so friendly lately. He says, "I think they're attracted to the lights." Mm. And then if you want to see this article, um, there are pictures. Um, Paula Reed from CBS tweeted, Strong Pawnee vibes at the White House this morning as a raccoon attacked multiple news crews on the North Lawn, allegedly grabbed a pant leg of a photographer, and then a correspondent before being fended off.
1: Incredible.
0: White House raccoons pictured here in more peaceful times. And then they're sort of crawling on some news equipment, and in like a tent. For the, I'm sure most people know about Pawnee, Indiana, from Parks and Recreation. Um, and that they have mm-hmm. a raccoon. The one of the the running jokes of the show is that they have a raccoon problem.
1: They've yeah. apparently now they set up They have out... their side of town. We have ours.
0: <laughs> they have now set up. ...traps on the White House lawn to try to catch the raccoons and take them safely somewhere else. Um. A reporter... A White House producer for NBC News shared footage before dawn showing secret service agents trying to wrangle raccoons from a tree.
1: (laughs) The absurdity is what makes it so funny.
0: Hang on, I'm gonna do just, like, a quick live reaction to this video... They're shining a <laughs> flashlight on this poor little raccoon who's digging a hole near a tree, and they're sort of walking near him menacingly. Oh, my God. Some, here's what somebody said on Twitter. Um, that was a very rude way to treat the acting deputy of the HHS. <laughs> oh, my God. Huffington Post got no comment from the raccoons for this article.
1: Oh my goodness. We <laughs> love good journalism on this podcast.
0: Elise Wancho, you are going above and beyond. Thank you for your service to this country. uh I just love the raccoons. I just love raccoons. They're just, have you ever looked at pictures? This goes for both raccoons and for possums. Their hands are like hand hands, they're like people mm-hmm. hands. I love it, but I kind of hate it.
1: Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if this is good news, but um, there's somebody on Twitter, I guess, who works at a wildlife refuge thing. It's like a... I'm not explaining it well. It's like an environmental education camp in the woods. So <laughs> much like, like everybody... I spent
0: it much of my childhood...
1: I've yeah, been to so many like of those. People, most of the people who are there who aren't, who don't work there are only there temporarily and they're like an environmental educator and mm-hmm. they were like, um, one time the lock broke on one of our cabins and we had to warn people to put something in front of the door or else they might wake up to raccoons just rubbing their hands on their faces. I, oh
0: my God, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> i think i would cry
1: i guess raccoons are just like really fascinated by humans and they it, when people are asleep they're not like freaking out about the raccoons so the yeah. raccoons just like to like pet them do you think it's in the same
0: way did you read that article a while ago that was like your cat thinks of you as a child
1: it's like mm. a kitten do you think it's something like that yeah, I think I think they just want to like give you a little pat, um, but they can't do that when you're awake because their little hands are very creepy. <laughs> so they wait until you're sleeping
0: to pet your face, which is somehow worse, but better. Yeah, um, I just I just like them. I just like them so much. I just think they're neat. I just think they're neat. Going back, yeah. quick. Quick side, which you can maybe put figure out how to put this in when, back when we were talking about geology. My oh, I'm professor, I'm
1: not going to remember it, so it's just going to be here.
0: <laughs> My geology professor, he is the epitome of that meme, of, of rocks. He's just like rocks. I just think they're neat.
1: I, I don't know if you're familiar. There is a horror movie called Trick or Treat, which came out in 2007. I am and unfamiliar. The, like, mascot is a little scarecrow and we have him all over the halloween store that i worked at and i just i just love his design i think he's very cute i think he's and i like i all of my co-workers are like you know he kills people and i'm like he's just very cute he's just a little button man and i just think he's neat Mm. monster madness oh is that what it was called Monster
0: Madness. I googled it. Not that I got Don't any f- like... Well, I googled the name of our elementary school. There's no like recording of it. And then... So I googled the name of our elementary school and then Halloween Play. I couldn't find any video of it. Mm. So... There you, there you have it.
1: My buzzer just went off because I ordered takeout for eight fifteen, and it's early, so I'm gonna go grab it, and then I'm gonna read our second article. Um, have one yeah, sec. I wish we were
0: getting takeout. I'm
1: not gonna stop recording, also, because you know I don't want cool, to turn you sink. Maybe I'll just talk about something. Yeah, just vibe with the audience. Hmm. <laughs>
0: I'll vibe with the audience. So, um, my roommates in the other room making bagels for Halloween. We t- t- we've we tried to dye them orange. Don't know how it's going to turn out. Um, I would love a bagel. Just as a an aside. They're really good. We're making some Halloween treats. I wish I had more of a sweet tooth. I don't have a sweet tooth and sometimes, it, I don't know, it doesn't make me sad because like, there that'd be a weird thing to be sad about. But you know, like some people are just like, man, I really just will eat all of the sugar and I'm like, mm, nah, I'm okay. Hi, cat's back.
1: Hi, I'm back. Okay, are you ready for our second article? Oh,
0: boy, oh, boy. I'm. Right. Hang on. I gotta... <coughs> yes. Almost went down so, the wrong pipe there.
1: The next article I am reading is one I found about a viral trend... Or not a trend, but a, like, uh... I guess it's a game, kind of, that went viral recently... Um, which you might have heard of, are you familiar with the house on Blue Lick Road? Mmm, yes? No. Maybe? Okay, so this article was posted October 27th on Waxy.org by Andy Bao, B-A-I-O, Bao? Your guess is as good as mine, my friend. I I usually just try my best. The house on Blue Lick Road is the name of the article. And over the pa and I found this article um, after I had already I guess played the game. Over the past couple of days, you might have seen this link making the rounds of a 3D virtual tour of a very unusual house for sale in Louisville, Kentucky. And then Yes. Sophia just made a face. <laughs> yes. Uh, found this in a Facebook group. The person who posted said, "Torn 3D, try to find the bathtub, which is a, like a screenshot of a tweet from at Jenny Jaff, J-E-N-N-Y-G-J-A-F-F-E on Twitter with a link. What starts as an ordinary cluttered living room quickly descends into a labyrinth of merchandise with towers of DVDs, CDs, books, and miscellaneous goods filling every space. It's easy to get lost as you find randomness around every corner. A bathtub with two toilets side by side, a carpeted urinal, a GameCube, a portrait of two brothers, a chunky cat, a human arm, and much more.
0: Hang on. All of those things are whack.
1: (laughs) But. Very much so. carpeted urinal? Yeah, let's go. Let's go one by one. There's a bathroom in this person's house. That have two toilets, just side by side. No wall in between, no stalls, no nothing. Just two toilets in this one bathroom next to each other.
0: Come on, his and hers
1: toilets. His and hers toilets. I can't get that sentence without laughing. His and hers toilets.
0: That's what those are. You know, Um, his and hers sinks. I don't know if those are what they're actually called. But you know when you have a bathroom and you've got two sinks? I don't know. I'm not rich. I never
1: had that. Yeah. Yeah. His and hers. Or like. his and hers, Or what it's called.
0: Um, If we're being gender normative about it, yes, it it would be his and hers. Theirs and (laughs) theirs. Theirs and theirs. Thars and Um. (laughs) yars.
1: I could do that forever. Um, I'm not going to. Also, the carpeted urinal i've seen it it is a bathroom with a patch of carpet and the only part of the bathroom that has the carpet and the floor is the the part of the bathroom under the urinal why
0: okay so i understand the the idea of having a carpet near your toilet but that is for if you are sitting down in your toilet because yes. sometimes you're t- you have tile floor and your little toesies get cold, of which I have them. Mm-hmm. As we established at the beginning of this episode, my spooky fact is that I have feet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I'm, you know, sitting at the bath- on the bathroom, on the toilet, and it's a tile floor, my toesies get cold. Because mm-hmm. tile
1: is cold. I mean, sometimes when you're standing up at a urinal, your toes get cold. I just...
0: Paint a word picture for me of this urinal. Is it one of the ones where it goes all the way down to the floor? Nope. Okay. It's like then mounted I I, on the wall. Okay, then I guess it's all right. But if it was one of those ones that went all the way down to the floor, I'd be like, that's a, that's a mistake. That's a recipe for a piss carpet.
1: Yeah. Would you,
0: like, piss on your carpet? Here is how. Have a urinal in your house. Also, who the hell is yes. rich enough to have a urinal
1: in their house? This person has, like, 80 bathrooms. There's, like, there's at least six distinct bathrooms in this house. But we'll get to that. Um, A bathroom with two toilets side by side, a carpeted urinal. My favorite thing is the fact that there's a GameCube on this list. Like, I know they're, like, old and people don't normally have them. But I feel like, A, it's not a facet of the house. And, B, it's got nothing on a carpeted urinal. Here's my thing. Only, only in
0: Kentucky I feel like would this happen. Fair. This is the Um, second time we're talking about Kentucky. Specifically, this is the second time we're talking about Kentucky in this, on this podcast. In relation to something that is completely ridiculous.
1: I also love the fact that they're like, oh, you know what else is weird? Portrait of two brothers. I mean, sure. I guess. I love the fact that there's a cat. Who apparently moved a few times while they were taking the 3D image of the house because you can find the cat in a couple places um, and much more and then there's the bathtub If you haven't now's a good time to take the tour If you have an oculus headset, you can try it in VR Oh my God, are you serious now if you if you right now are thinking about t- touring this house, you need to finish Google listening finish listening to the podcast first what? Finish listening to the podcast first, and
0: then I mean you him. could
1: you could explore while you listen.
0: Oh, if you, you're
1: I, like a fidgety person, just wander in circles while you listen. In, um, the, in
0: this hell house, you know the thing—the McCammy Manor thing—that mm-hmm. people were talking about—is the
1: literal hell house. No, 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 it's got nothing on this. Um, what was I going to say? You can try it in VR. Um, you should Google 8800 Blue Lick Road 3D tour and then you might have to dig a little bit and we'll get to why but you will be able to find it and also if you've ever been if you um are familiar with the game VR chat it is a map there now oh my god okay so some oh my called god. it so the the game that went viral on Twitter is trying to find the bathtub in this house some called it the best game of 2020 Praising its environmental storytelling. <laughs> this is a real house. <laughs> some started it's doing the best speed walking runs. simulator there is. Some started doing speed runs to find the bathtub in three different categories. People started sharing their findim- findings in forums Why? and multiple viral Twitter threads, some doing extended walkthroughs on YouTube and Twitch. Some fans made scavenger hunt checklists, and one game developer ported it into VR chat. But the okay, larger can question I say remained.
0: Something? Yes. Can I say something really quickly? Yes. This would only happen and would only be a news story in the year of our Lord 2020.
1: Yep. People are really bored this year and really They're... looking for stuff to do. And also,
0: I I think just, like, people are way more in tune with, like, wow, this stuff, weird shit exists because we've all spent so much time on the internet. Mm -hmm. And so when something like this comes up, you're like, how? How? How did it, how does it exist? How did we not know about it before? And why? Yep. It's Only just, in the year of our Lord 2020. I get,
1: there's something about this article that makes me insanely happy. And I think getting down to it, it is the fact that people found something pretty benign, which is a 3D model of a house because on a real estate company. Because this person is trying to sell their house and it went viral and it's nice because the real real estate company is getting a lot of positive attention the artist the like person who does the 3d models of houses is getting a lot of positive attention um and the person trying to sell their house is having a lot more people see it than normally they would yeah it's and i think that's all very delightful yeah Um, the larger question remained what's the deal with this place Whoever owned it, they were too organized to be hoarders. The home they were too organized to be hoarders. I should repeat that it is wall to wall all kinds of miscellaneous crap on shelves and like aisles and it's a huge house with a nonsensical layout. Um yeah. the home appeared to double as the office and warehouse for an internet reseller business. But who sells a house crammed floor to ceiling with retail goods? Internet sleuths unearthed several news articles from twenty fourteen outlining how police discovered thousands of stolen items being stolen sold online during a raid at this address. Are you uh, wait? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, there's
1: the there's a twist. Sorry, it
0: took me a second to process what you I will just say, said.
1: To be clear, this going viral had no, like, big negative legal impacts on this person. Um, uh, uh, Anyway, outlining how police discovered thousands of stolen items, um, and the four family members living and working in this house uh, had criminal charges because of this. Um, But it didn't add up. If they were convicted or guilty of organized crimes, why was there still so much inventory in this house? Um, with products released as recently as last year, why is it still packed full of stuff Why they while they're trying to sell it? And what's the deal with the bathtub?
0: I have looked at pictures of this bathtub. Um, <laughs> it's I, a room. It's a room. But I think also logically I can explain it.
1: I have the answer. Do you want to guess before
0: we get to that? Wait, are you, you have the answer to why it has stairs? Yes.
1: Is it in the article? Yep. Okay, here's my. Theory. I have all the answers. This this journalist, Andy Bao, did an amazing job investigating the the uh, investigating the mystery that has had the internet on tenterhooks for the last week or so understandable. My here's my
0: thought. Mm-hmm. My thought is that he wants to have see my my current house, the bathroom is teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. Our bathroom, teeny tiny. Our shower, teeny tiny. No room for toys. Toys? I don't play with toys in the shower.
1: <laughs> no toys. room. Rubber duckies.
0: No, I would love to have room for a rubber ducky in my shower but there's like no room to put because like my roommate and I who share this bathroom use different like hair care products (laughs) there's like no room in the shower to put anything so my thought is stairs to sit on and for more things on a scale of 1 to 10 how wrong am I with 10 being I got it perfectly correct and 1 being I am so far off base that it's going to make me have a stroke
1: I'm giving you a three or a four. Oh, oh boy. Bon ballpark good theory. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Um, I had questions, so I picked up the phone. The realtor put me in contact with Troy Curtis, the ho- home's orner- owner, and we chatted about the history of the unusual house, the nature of his business, and why he's moving on.
0: Wow, you're right. This Props to this, this journalist.
1: Andy Biao. Bow, bow.
0: I'm going to do a little quick golf clap for you. Thank you for bringing this into the world.
1: Um, He addressed the criminal charge. I'm going to skim because this article is very long and I want to get to the good stuff. Um, He addressed the criminal charges immediately. Um, Basically, uh, he was selling stolen stuff that he had bought from a wholesale reseller, like from a wholesale seller who said that Mm. they got a really good deal and were sharing that deal with him. But it turns out that they had just stolen them all from Target and um, Kroger's. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but great. he's like his he he is still in, in trouble for tax evasion. Um, but <laughs> I, never, he's I on, feel like he's, tax he's evasion.
0: I know tax evasion is a real crime. <laughs> God, I'm thinking about where the end of this sentence is gonna go. I know tax evasion is a real crime, but I feel like it's also not. You know? Like I never actually hear about people having-hurting people. I never hear about tax evasion. The last time I heard the words tax evasion, where somebody was making a joke, they went up to their dad with their hamster and they were like, This is the crime hamster. What crime is the hamster gonna commit? And their dad was like, tax fraud. And I'm like, if yeah. that's not millennial humor, I don't know what tax is. Tax
1: evasion, generally speaking, is the, the, the butt of a joke. Because, um, anyway, you
0: know, tax evasion. What our president does.
1: Yeah. Um, he's still an, uh, a seller on eBay where he maintains an outstanding seller rating. My goodness. Now let's get to what we all care about, which is the house. Um, The house was originally a church and Christian school built in the 1950s and then added on to in the 1970s. Hold on. What? It was a church.
0: I understand churches being turned into homes. I get that. Mm -hmm. Great. Repurposing real estate. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yes. Where's
1: this going? (laughs) So it was originally a church and a school, which is why it doesn't look like a church from the outside. And then they had a bunch of additions onto it over the years Mm. before this family bought it. The unusual bathtub used to be a baptistry, a large pool that originally opened out into the congregation for baptism viewings before they walled it off and plumbed it as a bath and shower. That's
0: why it's the way it is. Yeah.
1: They dunked babies in there? It was for public baby dunking. Okay, as a Jew,
0: I've never understood baptism to the point where when my family went, we went to Italy and we went on like a tour of the Vatican Museum because... Mm -hmm. Fun fact, it's a lot easier and quicker to get into the Vatican if you go with a tour, and you can usually mm-hmm. leave the tour at any point. But at some point, we were going through something, and they were like, oh, this is baptistry, and I was like, oh, what's that? And they're like, it's where you baptize people, and I was like, oh, cool. Or so she, it was maybe it was about Adam and Eve and, like, something about the original sin, and I was like, the original what? sin? Well, that's what it is. The original sin... It's like, I guess that's why people need to be baptized to get rid of the original sin, which I think <laughs> is Eve eating the apple. Yeah, But that's, I guess, why people are baptized. So our tour guide, who is a Catholic woman, an Italian Catholic woman who works for the <laughs> Vatican Museum or a tour company that works with the Vatican Museum, she's like, you know, to get rid of the original sin. And I'm sitting there as if like a 12-year-old... Maybe, no, it was after my bat mitzvah, so I was like maybe 14, 13. It was right before 7th grade. I'm sitting there as a a rising 7th grade (laughs) Jew just being like, what? She's like, you know, the original sin. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. So I've never understood baby dunking. It just Um, seems like... It just seems
1: awful. Uh, What I know about, uh, I guess you don't call it a baptism. It's like a, like a, I guess it's also a baptism. I'm not sure. In the Greek church, um, it's part of the christening, which is like you bring the child to Christ by dunking him repeatedly in water and changing their outfit 12 times, which is a real, uh, like there's like five different baby outfits for the christening. I... Um the whole things I know about Christmas. I would just like to say that all of Christianity from what I remember as a small child, they're really long and boring. Two, when the baby is a boy, the ba- the baby will pee as he is lifted out of the water. Classic. Um like because of biology, I guess. And of uh when adult men who are not baptized in the Greek church or christened in the Greek church, want to get married in a Greek church, they must become baptized. I assume this also works for adult women, but involves them standing in swim trunks in a kiddie pool while a priest dumps a cup of water over their head.
0: That's hysterical. Okay, I would just like to say, it's not like the idea of, like, bathing has no merit within the Jewish faith. Because it's we do. It's just,
1: I understand that, like, publicly, repeatedly dunking a baby like it's a McNugget into a vat of lukewarm holy water is absurd.
0: It's, it's wild, but then again... Like, I, I,
1: I understand and I respect, like, peop- like understanding why people are really into it and, like, why it means a lot to them. It's yeah. just comical to a certain extent, especially when you get the, like, corona baptisms with the with the... Super soaker filled with holy water, which I'm pretty sure was a joke. But then I heard that 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 was like a real option. Um, Also, um, according to my cousin, who was the godfather of my other cousin's baby and had to do part of the dunking. um, You take a baby who probably has like some kind of like moisturizer because babies are fragile You dunk him in water repeatedly. He starts getting annoyed. He gets
0: slippery. (laughs) (laughs) Even I know that. That's why they give babies wine at Briss's. That's a thing. So they don't move around and the moil does his job right.
1: Babies are slippery. (laughs) Babies are slippery. Holy Jesus. Anyway, so the baptistry was converted to a bath and shower. Um, Which is why it has stairs to nowhere, because those stairs used to go to another part of the church before they put a wall around it.
0: Um, Why?
1: Okay, well. Okay, I just don't want. They didn't want the bath to be exposed to the rest of the room, which was functioning as a warehouse. So they just put a wall around the bathtub and made it into a bathroom.
0: Okay, think smarter, not harder, I guess. Work smarter, not harder.
1: Um, uh, Curtis knows how strange his house is, but the sprawling layout and size for his business made it well worth the purchase price, um, which cost him more than twice what a normal house would cost. Troy Curtis is selling his unusual home for a good reason. He needs a m- more space. He's looking for a larger building and a more simple warehouse. And it's haunted, clearly. Oh, definitely. I know it
0: was not built... I know it was built in, like, the 50s, but it's
1: haunted. Oh, definitely. It's at least... At the very least, it's cursed. (laughs) Um, Yes. Emptying out the house before selling simply wasn't an option, since he needs the funds from the sale to buy the... Since he needs the funds from the sale to buy the larger property. So he let his realtor come in and shoot the virtual tour in its current packed state. The 3D photographer told Curtis that it typically takes him 30 to 40 minutes to shoot a house of that size, but going up and down every aisle and with the unusual layout, it took over three hours to capture it all. That's like six times as much time as it would take for a house that size normally. Yeah, oh my god, this is crazy. Curtis was aware that people were talking about his house, but he it wasn't clear about how viral it was going online. He doesn't have a Twitter account, and his phone wasn't able to view the virtual tour, though some friends mentioned it to him on Facebook. He seemed excited that people were finding his house, and that it would bring more viewers to his listing and to his eBay store. But then two strange things happened unrelated to our conversation with him. The link to the 3D walkthrough was removed from the listing, which is why it's harder to find, but you can still find it. When Rude. loading the walkthrough directly from the photographer's website, you can't get to the bathtub anymore. I quickly called him back, and he was puzzled that it was gone. He never asked, them for, asked for them to remove it, and certainly never told them to tra- change the walkthrough. He called his broker on the other line, and we quickly learned why they blocked it off. Any guesses? Do you know? Mm-mm. No, you can't find no. the bathtub anymore. I'm Girls scared. Gone Wild. The room Excuse me? right before the bathtub is filled with shelves of Girls Gone Wild DVDs. And the oh DVD covers are clearly visible. The brokerage oh a- agent felt it was inappropriate and so removed the links and blocked off that room, making it impossible to get to the bathtub. T- Troy Curtis is hoping the brokerage company changes it back. He was really hoping to unload some of those Girls Gone Wild DVDs as souvenirs to people who won the game.
0: Oh, my God. This man. This man. Oh, there's what am an I...
1: update. Sorry. What am I going
0: to... I don't know how I'm going to go back to living my normal life after this.
1: Um, I have an update for you. Uh... This article got linked to by the AV Club, Kotaku, Motherboard, Dig, Input, Kotki.org, Boing Boing, and the New York Times. So that's nice. That's like an author's note on this article.
0: Wow. Grace
1: Haba, a reporter for the local Fox affiliate in Louisville, visited the house to interview Troy Curtis and get a real-world tour of the house, which you can find on Twitter. Plus, the first-known footage of Loco, the chonky cat in the... 3d pictures
0: his name is loco yes i didn't know this
1: this this update was from yesterday okay that is not a
0: name that is not a name i would give a cat but it is a perfect name for a cat
1: especially for a chunky boy
0: oh my god i want one if you
1: want to buy the house with everything in it Curtis will sell all of his merchandise for an additional $250,000 along with his house.
0: Oh my god. So you can't
1: get the house for that price. But if you are already buying the house and you want all the merchandise, and you want to move to Louisville, go for it.
0: Listen, I have family in Louisville. It's fine.
1: Um, I have a tweet from Grace Haber, the journalist who went to his house. If you've ever wanted to take a shower in a blue baptism tub a few feet away from hundreds of Girls Gone Wild videos, now you can.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. One
1: homeowner walked me through his home that's become known for its unusual features, including urinals and a fat cat named Loco. This man is... Truly. The last line of this article is, uh, the VR chat port is complete... Including the bathtub, and a bunch of furries have conducted a virtual open house. Hilarity has ensued. So, if you play VR chat, be sure to check out the house at 8800 Blue Lick Road.
0: Oh, the turns this article took.
1: <laughs> Thank you to Andy Biao for this. Bao? 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 Yeah. Bayo, maybe, for this wonderful, wonderful article and for being the first to get the scoop on this fabulous, fabulous internet meme. I just, I
0: I just don't, It, it feels fake.
1: Yeah. Um, So when I when I first heard about this, it was just the 3D tour and it was before anything got taken down. And I did the tour and I found the bathtub and I was like, wow, that's funny. That's like super wild. And then I kept seeing links to the tour. And then somebody was like, update, you can't go on the tour anymore. And it's just the whole thing is very good. I highly recommend exploring the house if you can find uh, one of the ports of it. Um, it's a saga a true saga yes better Um, better than twilight found a list of that somebody made of their favorite absurd things in the house blue lick road just the name of it carpeted urinal found the cat found the cat again this place is a maze how did i end up over there this is a dead end wait no it isn't uh is there not another room i went in a circle found the cat again
0: my god. Okay. Well, you you have heard the good news.
1: You have heard the good news. About bones. Bones.
0: I know, it's crazy. That's where we started. <laughs> about bones. You heard the
1: good news about bones? The Some interesting news about Oh yeah, raccoons. I was going to say uh the interesting news about uh the context of filters um good news about raccoons I guess and you heard about the hot house at 8800 Blue Lick Road maybe, which if not chaotic. good news certainly is news
0: chaotic I think more chaotic news this week than good news yeah.
1: I think it's I think it's good news in the sense that it's helping this person's business
0: and, um, well also I feel like good news doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily need to be good news,
1: but it is making me laugh, which is a good thing. And it's a good news story. It is. Well, it's it's a really good story. Shout out to the journalists who make this podcast possible. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween. I've been Sophia, (laughs) who has all of her toes and feet.
1: And I have been Kat.
0: My house is really cold. And I forgot to wear socks yesterday when I was, like, in class and stuff. I don't know if my feet will ever be the same.
1: So, we'll see if next week I I still have all of my feet. Maybe take a warm bath in a baptistry tub? With stairs. With stairs. Don't fall down those stairs. Caution,
0: slippery when wet. Anyway, I've been Sophia. I don't know what this podcast is
1: anymore. (laughs)
0: Neither do I. But it's certainly ha- fun. It is certainly fun. You have just heard the good news. Happy You've Halloween! You just heard the
1: good news. Sorry, what? Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Oh, I have been cat. I don't know if I said that. Um. Bye. Love you. Bye. Wait, we're saying we're saying we love you to our audience now. I do.
0: Okay. Great. Bye.